Bonjour, welcome ladies and gentlemen, fasten up your seatbelt and enjoy this journey into News World with Lamia Lombay. back to another episode of me as well how are you all doing how are you feeling on this first week of january how was your first week of january i really wish i would be able to communicate with you all because i would love to know how you guys feel how how was your first week of january so i know i can't communicate directly But you guys know I have my Instagram handle in the description and I also have the Q&A box which is attached to this, to the podcast episode. So I would love to engage with you all. So whenever you feel free and you want to kind of talk or catch up, just feel free to pop in a, a question or a message and I'll be more than happy to reply to you all and have a nice little chat. But let's dig into today's episode. So I thought I would kind of talk about my life in Dubai, working in Dubai, a bit everything surrounding about Dubai, because I did mention it in my previous episode about me moving to Dubai, but I feel like I didn't really dig deep enough to share my experience that I have here in Dubai, because from The day I moved here to now, a lot of things has changed. My perception uh, of Dubai has changed. The way I see things uh, has changed. So I thought, let me share kind of this experience with you all. To anyone who might be moving to Dubai or maybe moving to another country can understand and maybe could relate and just not give up because I was about to give up about Dubai, to be honest. So let's get from the very, very beginning. I I know I might be repeating myself on this part, but yeah, as I said before in my previous episode, I was in London, moved to Dubai against my wish because I, my visa in London was expiring and I didn't want to go home. So my only option was to move to Dubai and the quickest job that I got offered was to be a real estate agent here in Dubai signed my offer letter and I moved to Dubai. Now, I came to Dubai with a mindset that I will be here only for three months. I didn't see myself staying more than three months here. I said, that w- that's it, I'm gonna be here for three months, I'm gonna apply for another job in other countries and then after that I'm going to move. So it was just a temporary move, technically. So. I moved to Dubai at the worst time of the year, like it was end of May, peak summer, boiling hot and I was living in Business Bay which is quite close to downtown and it was only tall buildings, there was no path to walk, Uh, you could only get around by taxi because obviously I was not driving because I didn't have a driving license that I could just convert. And if I wanted to drive or if I wanted to convert my driving license, I had to take the whole lesson. But then I was like, it's not worth it because I'm only here for three months. And my office at that time was still in Business Bay. So it was quite close of 
where I was staying at that time. So I was like, all right, we are just going to deal with it. But honestly, it was the hardest time I had, I think, in my life because at the very beginning, like moving to Dubai is so different, like moving to London. Because when I moved to London, all my paperwork was ready. My visa was ready. My house was ready. The only thing I had to do when I was in London is to collect my res- my residency permit from the university and open my bank account. And that was it. Otherwise, I was fully settled. And obviously, like the little thing, like registering yourself for the utility bills and the Wi-Fi. But that was it. And when I moved to Dubai, it was completely the opposite. Like I was a tourist. Um, I needed to wait for my company to apply for my visa. And during that process, basically, you can't even rent an apartment on a long term because or even for a three month basis, because you need to basically be giving uh, checks. And I couldn't provide checks because I didn't have a bank account. And for me to get a bank account, I needed an Emirates ID. So Emirates ID is basically your golden key here in Dubai. Whatever you do, whatever you need, you really need an Emirates ID to get an apartment, to rent a car, apart from a driving license, obviously, to get a, a SIM card, you need an Emirates ID. Like literally, it's your golden key for everything. So during that moment, it was very unstable and it did affect me a lot because I was like in between that being on a tourist visa, but I was applying to be on a work visa and it was really hard for me because I was kind of in the middle of the whole thing. I don't know how to explain it properly, but just being unstable was extremely hard for me for someone who likes stability that was causing a lot on my mental health, knowing that I was already in a very bad position because when I moved to Dubai, it was like my body was here, but my mind, my heart, my soul, everything stayed back in London and I could not appreciate the things here in Dubai. And trust me, I tried my very best. Like I tried my extreme best to be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm grateful, I'm in a big city, la la la, like not a lot of people have this opportunity, but it was extremely hard. I was very upset all the time and it was really hard for me to, to get myself together. And also, I signed up for a commission only job. So I started, as I mentioned again before, I started as a real estate agent, specialized in the palm and obviously I was doing leasing. Um, so that job is nothing like selling sunset. Um, it's none of these kind of TV shows that you see online. It's not just about opening a door and saying, Hey, this is the house. So are we, can we close? Nope. It doesn't work like that. You really have to, sorry, excuse my French, but work your ass off to get a property, to be able to list it online uh, on like on the portal such as Property Finder, Bayut, etc. Um, you have to go out of your comfort zone, which means you have to be calling people and talking about their property. You need to be very knowledgeable. Um, you need to be extremely resilient. And also, how do I say the word in English? 
like hard skin. There you go, hard skin. But not too much like emotionless either. You know, you can't be like a cold ass person. But you had to. You have to be extremely hard skin because you will come across people like angry people who, when you're calling them to talk about their property, they really like. You might be the thousand person calling them, and they they're just in a bad mood because of that, and they'll be shouting at you there uh, on the phone. So honestly, it's nothing like selling sunset. It is extremely hard. You have to make a lot of sacrifice. Like I remember when I started, I was constantly working. Like you're signing up to be working 24 hours a day, like 24 hours a day, seven day on seven, like there is no break. And my routine was I would wake up in the morning, go to the gym of my hotel apartment, go to work, obviously have my break, lunch, etc. Work, work, work. And then even when I was getting home, which was probably around, I used to get home, I remember around like 8.30. And then if I had to make calls or if I had the lead coming in, I would still be working until God knows the time. Sometimes if I was about to close a leasing deal, um, and let's say I remember there was one of the deal I was working, the landlord was in the UK, so I had to wait for their time so I would maybe go to bed like around odd hours like I'm talking 11 and my bedtime guys is like 9 30 10 so 11 for me was like very late so yeah it was extremely hard but I'm not gonna lie I was successful in leasing I was extremely successful now a lot of people need to understand leasing and sales is two different world leasing you're obviously more prompt to do more deals because it's very fast compared to sales but then again leasing them um, the money you will get in leasing is a little bit less however the more lease you do you can get even more than what you will be getting in one sales deal so yeah at the beginning it was hard but i was extremely blessed that my manager was very supportive because it was a new world to me moving to dubai i had no clue how uh, it works here, like in terms of rental, in terms of regulation. But he was always by my side, guiding me through to make sure that I keep thriving in whatever I was doing. So, yeah, it was a great experience in terms of like work wise, but it was extremely hard. And I truly think personally that real estate is not made for everyone i admire the people that are successful in real estate because i know the amount of sacrifices that they have to go through the amount of of the amount of stress it puts on you physically and mentally so you really need to be on point and if you don't have like that if you don't work on yourself on the side, it can affect your work. So you really need to have a good work-life balance, according to me, which leaves you very little time for personal life. And real estate in general is a great, it was a great experience. But I think for me, I was, if I was younger, if I was maybe 22, 20 years old, and I would do real estate, 
it would be a great chance for me to kind of learn and make money to then build up onto something else. But at that time, I was 26. Yeah, 26 years old. Yeah, I was 26. And I really, I, I wanted to make my dream come true. So I was like, oh, I need to close this amount of money so I can save up to be able to work on that dream that I have. So it was really tough. I'm not going to lie. For me, it was really tough. And then in, in real estate can be also a dirty area where I found myself because I was a very, like, I'm usually very honest in my work and that's what I applied when I was being an agent. But when you get screwed over by the people you trust, it's really hard. It was really hard for me to accept that. And it was taking a big toll on my mental health, to be honest. And when I moved to sales, so I was, I did nine months in leasing before moving to sales. And honestly speaking, sales was even worse because, because when I was in leasing, I was used to volume. I was closing back to back. I was, it was just a matter. I knew if I had maybe five viewing that day, I knew I would close one of them because like based on the way you qualify your, your clients, you would know compared to sales. Sales is a place where it really takes a lot of time. I mean, not, not when I say a lot of time, it will take maybe a month or two months before you close your first sale because you, there's different components to be considered. For example, someone might be buying off for personal use. Someone might be buying for in, uh, for investment. Someone might be a cash buyer. Someone must might be taking it through a mortgage. So there's all of that. And there, also it's a bigger amount involved. So decision wise would take a little bit more time than leasing an apartment. And real estate does teach you a lot of things such as negotiation, uh, sales, communication, building relationship and all of that. But I was truly unhappy towards the end of 2022 where I could not close any deal. After losing three big deals, like when I say big deals, they were big deals. We were about to sign, then happen. Um, when I lost the third one, I was completely demotivated. I didn't want to work anymore. I just felt like I was a failure. I felt like I was a shit agent and I doubted myself in every field, uh, like in every literally in everything. And then after that, I remember I had a conversation that was the end of the year with my manager and the CEO. And they were literally telling me like, oh, but what happened to you? La la la. And I said, I don't know. And I was going through personal things as well on the side. So things were a little bit not at the best at that time. So then January 2023, when we had our first Monday morning meeting to set the tone for the year, I promised myself I would give myself until March. And if by March I was not um, closing any deal or I was not working as if I didn't feel motivated anymore into real estate, then I would be resigning and looking for another job. But funny enough, funny enough, um, around... The second week of January, I was talking to our HR at that time. She was pretty new in the company, so she was just getting to know everybody. 
And as she was talking to me, she watched, she asked me, she was like, oh, what did you do when you were in the UK? And I was like, I did a master's in law and I moved to Dubai because I couldn't find a job because my goal was basically to work in a paralegal uh, firm back in the UK, but that didn't happen. And then she was like, oh, we're looking for a conveyancer. Would you be interested for that? And I said, yeah, sure. But I didn't take her seriously, to be honest. I was just like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, next thing, the next day, my manager calls me in and talks to me about the, the job. And I was like, yeah, I would consider the next day after that, I had a chat with my manager and the CEO, both proposing the job. I said, yes, a week passed. I signed the offer letter and the first week of February, I was officially the conveyancer of the company. Now, a lot of people would be like, what's a conveyancing? What's a conveyancer? What's a conveyancing? What's all about? So a conveyancer, basically, it's not an admin. I am tired of people saying you're an admin. It's way beyond admin, guys. So when an agent is closing a deal, um, I am the one who's drafting the additional terms of and condition, which is attached to the official sales contract. And then basically they pass over the folder to me and I take care of everything, which is beyond admin work, guys. There is developers work to be dealt with. There's Dubai code that I have to deal with. There's DLD I have, the Dubai Land DLD stands for Dubai Land Department that I have to deal with. So I take care of everything, like of the whole process, dealing with the mortgage, with the banks until like, bringing them to the trustee office to finally transfer the, the property. And that's basically it. And that's my day-to-day -day job nowadays. So my opinion about real estate is that it's not a job made for everyone, but I truly admire anyone who's successful in this industry because there's a lot of hard work that is put into it. Um, obviously, you will have agent that's, find their way out to be successful, but I'm not going to backmouth that. It's their thing, whatever. You do you, hunt. You do you. But for me personally, real estate was not made for me. Before, I used to feel like shit when I used to say that because I thought I was a failure, but I understood that some things are not meant, you're not meant to be good at. You can't be good at everything. And for me, real estate is something that I was truly, truly not good at. And at some point I was not even enjoying the job anymore. When I st stopped falling in love with what I was doing and I stopped waking up with a drive in the morning, even on the hardest days, normally I would always find a drive. I would always push myself. But when I didn't find a why or to continue, I knew that taking that job for conveyancing was the best decision. And today I don't regret it. It's also a hard job because I take a lot of stress on me, but it is something that I can see myself grow. And at the end of the day, I'm like, listen, if it doesn't work out, there's a lot of things that I can do. And that's the beauty of Dubai because you've got a lot of opportunity. So yeah, that's basically career wise. Now let's get back to the personal life of Dubai, where I, sorry guys, I kind of got drifted away when we started to talk about job, but yeah, that was basically career wise, but personal life, 
So as I said, was living in, in Business Bay, hated it. The, guys, do you know, over the weekend, the only thing I would do is I would take a cab, go to Dubai Mall, walk in Dubai Mall. And bear in mind, this mall is always over freaking crowded. Walk around the mall just to get my steps in and get my body moving. Because also it was the only biggest mall that was con- like with air conditioning on. And that was it. I would be in the mall for maybe two hours and go back to my hotel. And that was literally it. I was not doing anything outdoors. There was nothing that you could do. During summer, it's like literally the worst time of the year to be in Dubai. Anyway, that was the, so that was May 2021. And then around August time, I was still looking for a job and I was talking about maybe I would potentially move my moving date. That was like maybe November-ish. And I was like, maybe I'll just, I'll do my birthday uh in in dubai and then probably i'll stay another month and i'll go anyway end of august i got COVID. i got the worst COVID you can think about now it was so funny because like i was in london when COVID was like at, at peak and i never got anything but when i was in a place where COVID was dealt very well compared to other cities and i i managed to get in and i got the worst i was the horrible place I was it was disgusting and now I had to get myself treated in an unknown country I didn't know how it works in terms of medical but honestly here I was surprised how well and how organized they were and it was crazy so I did my test I was stuck in the hotel and then on the fifth day when I could not breathe anymore, I had to call. So they, they have an app called the DHA app. Then you call the doctor, uh, a taxi was sent, a special taxi was sent to my hotel to pick me up and then drop me at the, at the hospital. And I got all my tests done. Um, we found out the COVID moved in the lungs. I had to take a lot of medication. And then they told me if within three days I was not better, I would have to be admitted and all of that, it was so well organized, like had a taxi picking me up, had the doctor taking care of me, and then another taxi picking me up and dropping me at the hotel. I was going through the service lift to go back to my room. So yeah, it was extremely well organized. And I was so, so there's one, there's few things about Dubai that I was so shocked when I moved here. So one of them was like, you can order your groceries on your phone. I was like, hold on a minute, through an app, I could get my groceries to my door. Um, same for food. I mean, obviously, in like in in the UK, I was used to Uber and all of that. So and Deliveroo. So I was like, okay, that's cool. But like here, you've got so many apps to order food, to order your go- groceries. If you have a car and you didn't have time to fill up your tank to the station, there's someone that comes to you to fill up your your fuel in the car. If you need a taxi, you can order your taxi like through the app. So yeah, it's quite handy, I must say. Like, my COVID, it was so nice. Just ordered everything online. It was it was left at my door, just open, picked up, and everything was here. Anyway, so after that, it was September where I got out, slowly got back to to work, and then I was like, okay, we really need to start making a move. I got a couple of interviews, but nothing was, no offer letter was coming in until 
November. So all this time I was renewing. By that time I had my Emirates ID. I had my bank. No, I had my Emirates ID, but I didn't have a bank account yet. I opened my bank account in November. And also in November, I got a call from my hotel because I was paying on a monthly basis saying that if I wanted to renew for another month, the monthly rate would be 14,000 dirhams. Bearing in mind that I was, when I first came to the hotel, I was paying 5,000 dirhams. And then it was slowly increasing from 5,000 to 7,000. And then bumped to 14,000 for the month, like to renew for the month of December. So I, I had a chat with my dad and I said, listen, I know I had a plan to stay here for only three months, but I don't want to give up now. I don't want to go back home now. So I'm going to rent something for a whole year and let's see what's going to happen. So then I opened a bank account uh, in November and I also started driving, like doing my driving course to be able to drive here. Uh, it was kind of a very hectic moment because everything was happening at the same time, but it was also the feeling that things were falling into places. So after a quite adventurous way to find my apartment, because bear in mind, like I rented my apartment without even viewing it because I knew the building and I missed out on an apartment before because of a very, very unprofessional agent. Um, I just found this apartment online. I spoke to the agent and I was like, okay, what's the price? La la la. After negotiation, I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm coming, signing off for the apartment, sign off for the apartment, moved in, I think a week after. And then after I moved to my apartment, so now I was moved to JVC. Um, a week after I got my driving license after failing the first time, passed it the second time. Uh, then I rented my car and then I had to get used to driving in Dubai. But God, that was the scariest thing ever because people in Dubai just doesn't know how to drive. Like I literally have to pray for my life whenever I'm on the road because it is something else. Anyway, so finally I was starting to kind of find light. The weather also was getting better. There was a lot more things to be done. I started to go to Fujairah. The first thing I did that was outside of Dubai is when I went to Fujairah for camping. It was one of the most beautiful experience ever, like watching the stars, waking up to the sunrise. It was absolutely beautiful. And there were so many things now I could do because everything was open outdoors. So I was starting to fall in love again uh, here. And then in January, I joined my gym, which I know I talk so much about this gym, but this gym was just the best thing that could have happened to me in Dubai as well. So I fell in love with the gym the moment I did the visit, signed off for the whole year and I freaking loved it. Um, and then through the community, I met credible people. And I truly believe that this really helped my experience here in Dubai. And honestly, I believe in this, that your tribe is your vibe. And like really I connected and built such a great relationship with these people. And trust me, one thing I, I do notice is that as big as Dubai is and as crowded as it can get, you 
tend to be you tend to feel extremely lonely because you're like far away from your house and your family and your loved one and it was hard for me but all of these other factors like having such a great group of friends and community just helped me to feel less lonely and to feel like I belonged here so yeah it's I honestly it was it was it was a great experience and then last year I started a lot of things I started salsa um we had a girls trip with with three other girls I I bonded with so many people last year which just made things so much better and like even towards the end of 2023 I joined this um community called Molai community which is a beautiful sharing circle I'm not gonna stop talking about this because it was really life-changing um People think it's just an ice bath and a brief work, but it's so much more than that. It's it's a beautiful community where you get to connect with a lot of beautiful people, where you're allowed to be you, you're allowed to be vulnerable. People accept you for being vulnerable and you get a lot of nice cuddles from everyone. So yeah, it's really, really great. And I truly like it. It helps me to push myself outside of my comfort zone and it's a good way for me to reset for a new week. So all of these communities makes made my experience here in Dubai so much better. The people I have in my life are quality people and they truly elevate me in everything that I do. Um, and they truly make Dubai a home for me. They truly are my Dubai family. So as bad as it started, I feel like now... Dubai is my temporary home. Um, will I stay here forever? I doubt it. I really doubt it. It's not Dubai is not a place where I see myself growing old. I am a nature person. Like I love nature. So probably when I get older or over the years, I'll probably move to somewhere a little bit more green and naturey. Um, but right now, it is a place where I can see myself growing as a woman, as uh, someone who wants, who has big goals and big dreams. And Dubai has so much to offer that I want to seize that as much as I can and build that, that dream that I have. Because even though things didn't really go as per my plan, when I was like my plan when I was younger, I couldn't dream of anything better than how things turned out to be for me. Um, and I, I truly love, I truly love this whole experience. It was, it's just a beautiful experience. And even this year when I start like, that was like the end of December till now that, that process of falling in love with me and accepting myself and enjoying my own present is just so freaking beautiful. So yeah, right now, I love Dubai for now. Let's see in the future. But for now, I really enjoy my life here. I enjoy my people around. I enjoy every experience that I get to have here. It's just so beautiful. The amount of like the amount of things that you can do here in Dubai is just endless. Like there's so many things to do. 
but I just have I just want to say that people needs to be a little bit more down to earth when it comes to Dubai and not think that it's all about the bling bling because life is hard yes it's a beautiful place but life is extremely hard and you need to know with who you want to hang out because there are the people who wants to party every single day get drunk and spend a lot of money if that's the kind of thing you're looking for then there is that as well but you also have people who are working on bettering themselves and there's also these people that are hard workers that are working very hard to build that dream life that they want and it's all about knowing with who you want to surround yourself and for me that's why i'm very like i'm very picky with the people i want i want to be around and i want to hang around because it's very important to be in the right tribe i would say and truly like when i think about me when i first moved to dubai and me now it's incredible how much positive impact dubai had on me like the way i evolve the way i matured the way i'm growing as a woman is just so beautiful and i'm truly enjoying this process i'm truly enjoying working on myself and it's just the best feeling ever that feeling of falling in love with me again is just incredible so i think this is how my perception of dubai and how my life and my journey have have been in dubai now i came across a lot of people who had completely different experience who the moment they came here they loved it they fell in love and they knew they wouldn't move anywhere else except from dubai but yeah that was my journey and to anyone out there I know sometimes it might not it might not be what you want but things can turn out better than what you wanted. So don't let anything break you and uh, have faith that things will always work out for you. So to kind of sum up a few points that I wanted to really put out there in this episode is the first one Don't rely on what you see on social media or in TV show because truly behind the scene life is extremely hard. It's like me posting a picture of me on social media does not mean I have a happy life 24/7. That's not the case. There are tough days. There are days where I'm driving home from work and I burst out in tears. There are days where it's extremely hard where I don't feel like doing anything. There are days that I don't want to wake up to go to the gym and I just want to stay in bed but I still have to wake up and do the thing. So yeah, just don't rely on whatever you see on TV like no it's not about selling massive villas and getting a lot of money straight away. It doesn't work like that. And then second point is about figuring out your own version of success. So for me, the way I saw success before has changed a lot now. I thought that my income would make me successful, but today my success is seeing me growing up and being that better version of myself, seeing that evolution and making my younger self proud and also building up for my future self. And thirdly, uh, take lessons of everything because truly every thing that I've been through here in Dubai has been an incredible lesson to me the good and the bad I've learned a lot through every struggle obstacle 
every deals that fell through I, was truly a big learning curve, learning journey for me. Fourthly, money isn't everything, but it still matters. Yes, I know we all want to make a lot of money. And that's one thing that I was so focused on when I came to to um, being a real estate agent. I was like, I need to make X amount of money every single month. I need to do that, 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 that. But it's not just about money. Like, yes, money does help you to have a certain kind of standard of living and also uh, supporting your needs and wants. But there's one thing that I said to someone a couple of weeks back. When you're going to die, that money is not going to come with you. So use that money wisely. Number five is, honestly, moving to Dubai helped me a lot to reconnect with my true self. Because when there were times where I was extremely lonely, I was emotionally, physically, and mentally at the worst point ever, I had to be my own best friend. When I first moved here and I didn't have anyone, I had to pull myself together, put myself together and be my own best self and cheer myself up and push myself and understand that my well-being should also be a priority. And it helped me to be so much stronger. I'd never thought I was that strong. But yeah, leaving here did make me realize that. The next one is quality over quantity. I've been raving about that uh, since the previous episode because I truly believe that I'd rather have a small circle of quality people in my life. But I know... We'll be, we'll be both there for each other for thick and thin rather than having a big group of friends who are uh, like just fake or taking advantage of you or putting you in a very toxic position or environment. So quality over quantity. So the next one is focus on the now and what you can do to elevate your life. So what I mean by that is each day, Use it in such a way that you can elevate it to make it to go all the way on the top. It is a journey. Life is a freaking journey. And use each day to make it count. Try to see when you wake up in the morning, what can I do to make this day the best day ever? Now, don't get me wrong. There are days where it's going to be tough. There are days that are going to be rough. And it's completely fine. Just let it be. Fine, you're having a bad day. Let it fly. For me, this is how I deal with a bad day. I'm like, there's two ways. So if I wake up and something bad happened, first I will try to not let it affect me and I will still move on. But sometimes, I don't know if you guys ever had that, but like sometimes you'll have that day when things will just be like after one bad thing, another bad thing, another bad thing, and it will just be a complete whole mess of a day. But you know what? Don't be hard on yourself. Let it be. It's fine. You Sometimes through these hardships, you learn a lot of things. Let it be. Take it easy on yourself. Have, like, have a night's sleep. And then the next day, it's going to be another day to make that day a better day. And last but not least, not every, like I just mentioned, not every day is going to be a fun day. Not every day is going to be a great day. There will be a lot of days where 
you'll face a lot of setback or days where you'll be emotionally drained, burnt out. But you need to learn to be kind to yourself and keep going and not give up. So I guess this is it for today's episode. And if you've listened that far, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for listening to me. It really means the world. Um, I would truly be interested to know what kind of topic you would like me to talk for the future episode so I can also plan it out. I am working on getting a camera set up so you can actually see me while I'm recording the podcast. So bear with me a little bit more. So once again, thank you. So I'm going to love you and leave you and I'm going to see you in the next one. Bye.